Whoop, whoop. Welcome to Bothering the Band. My name is Ryan Bynack. With me, as always, Abigail Ann Levy, who may have made a new best friend on this episode. We have Sasha Spielberg, whose dad, you may know. Other than that, she goes by uh, Buzzy Lee is her musician name. She makes great music. Her new album, Internal Affairs, is out now. Go listen to it. We had a blast with her. Like, so much fun. This episode was incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, bothering the band with Buzzy Lee, a.k.a. Sasha Spielberg, or am I supposed to say Sasha Spielberg, a.k.a. Buzzy Lee? Whatever. It's a great fucking episode. Here we go. A hundred percent. I know we, you know, we'll just kick it off right here. Uh, welcome to Bothering the Band. My name is Ryan. This is Abby. We're so happy to have you. We're so happy Anna uh, came to us. You know, we've loved your music forever. Honestly, this started like two years ago, and and you were on our list. Oh my god! I'm I so bet flattered. you, if you went deep into your DMs, there might be a message being like, "We be on our podcast." No way! Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. <gasps> oh my god! I would have loved to, even two well, years ago. You're here. Um, again, we love your tunes and Thank we're stoked you. for the new album. And we have some really dumb questions for Can't you. Um, there are no dumb questions. Oh, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for context, let's say uh, for this type of interview um, or or something music related, do you do you like go by buzzy or you go by so like what is your preferred nomenclature whatever you want you know it's funny i talk about i even say third person like buzzy when i started buzzy so it's almost like i'm talking about a band in a way so whatever you guys think sasha buzzy whatever you want let's keep buzzy as the entity will make it like you know it's it, it is bigger than than this conversation so Great. um we'll keep it like that and you were also in a band called wardell right yep with your brother, correct? Yep. yep. Yeah. Honestly, that may be where the DM was. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, like years and years and years ago. Well, yeah. I mean, we've been around for two years. So, um, you know. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Because we released our last record 2019. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that could, that would track. Thank you so much. Either way, if it was Buzzy or Wardell. Well, again, you're making cool stuff. So uh, let's. We'll start with how are you and where in the world are you? I am good. I'm in Los Angeles, California. Okay. And I just discovered my ninth grade diary. Have not opened it since I was 14. Abby, how close how close is yours right now to you? Because you're it's it's within five feet. I love that. We're getting off to such a good start. Oh, I have all of my diaries, journals going back to probably about third grade, fourth Me grade. Me too. Exactly third grade. Me too. Mm -hmm. Exactly third grade. Eight years old. I have all of them. I'm like, you know, I've, I've kept a diary or journal religiously since I was eight. And um, I haven't, I, I, this is a diary. So you can understand the treasure chest that I've just discovered. 
because I know all my diaries from front to back. I know have them memorized. I know where this takes place, which which part of the diary, if it's on the left page or right page. Like I know my diaries so well. So to discover a diary that I have not even looked at since I was 14 years old writing it is I, like my heart, I, I cannot even tell you. So I'm looking at it right now and I'm, so I'm buzzing right now. Buzzy is buzzing. There you go. Um, Abby and I grew like we met in middle school. So <gasps> there's a chance in her diary from like eighth grade. There's like, like Ryan was a dick today. Incredible. All right. Beautiful. <laughs> I, was, I set you up for that one. That was a layup. <laughs> You posted it like an AIM thing or like a, like a convo. I don't know when, but that, I thought that that was, a, I wish I had that stuff. Oh my God. You know what? Thank you. I, I used to copy and paste my fights onto Microsoft word oh. when I was 10, 11, 12, um, my AIM fights. And I also copy and pasted my crush conversations, interactions on AIM. So but I have maybe three though, that were salvaged somehow in the um, hard drive, but only three. And that was one of three. That's remarkable. Good for you. No, oh, I'm nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's incredible. I wish I saved that stuff. I wish I would cut that's So like it's poetic, which leads me to my next question in those journals, either the ones you're keeping today or, or back then, do you write poetry? I write lyrics. I guess that's poetry. I, you know, in 100%. a hundred percent. Um, uh, you know, I just was having a conversation with someone yesterday and I admitted something that I've never wanted to admit in my whole life, but now I am in my thirties and I feel free from everything. I am not a huge fan of poetry. I'm so sorry. Wow. I've been faking it for years, like years. <laughs> like I, this is a really big deal that I'm, I've been faking it, being like, Auden, oof, Auden, oof. And just being like, because I, there were times in high school where I was like, oh, this, I get it. I get it. And then I got to college and I was like, well, never going to look at a poem ever again, I think. And I majored in English and I, um, yeah, so this is a big deal. I'm saying it now. Um, not proud, not loud and proud, loud, but not proud. I am not the biggest fan of poetry, but I really respect all poets. And because I think it's because I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to write poetry. So I can't, I, maybe it's projection. I don't know. I think you do. Your lyrics are poetic and on point and bloodthirsty. And I I think you, you have it. You're, I, I don't know, maybe overthinking it too much. <laughs> okay. Well, I, lo I love lyrics. I just... <laughs> that said, I'll bring some solidarity. I just told a friend of mine that I grew up with that I was like, Hey man, I don't, and never have liked South Park. And he has been talking to me about South Park for 15 years. And I'm like, I got to tell you something. I've maybe watched like one episode in like 1999. I do and not you, care for it. And you confessed. Yeah. South Park was huge in my house. I was a fan forever. My dad and my older brother, when I was five years old and my brother was 10, they got me a shirt with Cartman on it. You won't know Cartman because you've only seen one of no, I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm a pop culture person. I know the, the characters and shit. I'm just not a diehard. I get it. They got me a t-shirt when I was five and it had Cartman on it and it said kick ass. And my brother and my dad were not aware that I could read, which is deeply 
deeply upsetting. Um, I could read at that age. And I, my dad gave it to me and my brother and they were both like giggling. I put it on and I looked down, I go kick ass. And my dad looked horrified. He could not believe that I could read and I knew what it said. So he was like, okay, honey, we're never going to say that again. We're going to just take that shirt back. We're going to give it to Max. I'm so sorry. That, but I, I think he and Max were just having a cute bonding moment being like, let's play a little, let, this will be funny. A five-year-old wearing a shirt that says kick ass. And you, and you put the kibosh on that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So dumb question. Number one, are your hands currently right now, cool or warm? They're cool. And do you know why I asked that? Warm hands, warm heart. You have a song called cool hand. Oh, <laughs> Instead, I quote, I think Brendan Benson. Do you remember? Is that a? I'm going so far back into like 2003. Um, wow, can you believe that well, that just went right over my head? It's okay. We have a few more in here. That you oh, know, great. This here, we'll start with it. This was easy. Anywhere in your home, backyard, any? Are there any loose cinder blocks anywhere? Yeah, there are. Yeah. there is one. Are you using it for something, or is it just? there has it always been there always been there and in new york where my husband you know my husband and i live his place in new york you know we now it's our place um we have about 15 cinder blocks because we did a shoot for my upcoming album and the cover made up of 12 cinder blocks so we still have those there okay so this leads me to the next question abby's possibly favorite and um the video with the dogs abby anytime there's a dog on the podcast or dog running around we have to talk do you you have a dog i do not so what was the thing behind the dogs in the video because it it was cool whose dogs are they they are actor they are trained professionals (laughs) they are actor dogs one was in an iphone commercial i mean it was i was working with some like a list doggies a list canines (laughs) that's incredible (laughs) okay how do you describe your music reflective ethereal warm Hmm? Love it. Question mark. <laughs> That's also valid. I like that. Like that. It's tough. I mean, so we always, this is a question we like to ask because um, especially with some like music like your, it's tough to like pin. It's it's like crosses genres. And, and so we'd like to hear it from the mouth of the creator. But I like what you said. Reflective, ethereal, no and warm. I have no mark. idea. And question mark. I have no idea how to describe my music. When anyone asks, I, I have it, no words. Even that just now was like grasping for straws. I, I, I do not know how. Maybe this is in line with me not understanding poetry. And maybe it's all making sense. And I, this is a therapy session for me right now. We're going to bring out some stuff here. today. <laughs> uh, are you going to light the Shabbat candles tomorrow? yeah of course okay how often are you every week no i'm no. a ba- i'm bad i no, not every, not every week but i will tomorrow and you know pesach is imminent it's, co- and yep. 
Yeah. Um, I will tomorrow. Cool. I will too. Uh, my 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 daughter is better at it. Better at reminding me than than I am at doing it. So that's a good daughter. And I don't get to ask a lot of Jewish questions on the podcast. So Ooh. thank you for that. Oh yeah, I love it. Uh, <laughs> what is your favorite John Wayne film? Okay, here's another confession. Are you okay. ready? Yeah. I'm. This is a confessional. Therapy. So when I was younger, uh, my my dad's favorite genre are, uh, is Western. He showed us every Western movie ever made from the age that you know since I was a kid. That when I got to college, I was like, I, I can't. I can never watch another one ever again. <laughs> so I'm gonna be honest. I'm not like the biggest Western fan. Okay. About that. Is that okay? Well, I, first unless of all, he listens to this and then he's going to be really sad. It's not good. He seems like I suggested good. something to you last week and you didn't watch. I know. Uh, I'm even, <laughs> even right now, it, full transparency. I'm like, right, John Wayne, John Wayne, John Wayne, like the searchers. Okay. Yeah. No, this is not, not my genre. Okay, so two things. One, there, this is not a test. There is no judgment. We are literally asking dumb questions to just get our guests to tell stories and talk. So, so therefore, you saying the college part and giving up and moving past—that's well, that's, that's a, the correct answer unto itself. But guess what? I lied and I tried to make it seem like I was just super down with Westerns and I'm cool and I'm a cool girl. And then uh, only in my thirties, am I like, nope, I'm good though. In the next music video, you will see that I'm a full hypocrite and you will see why when that video comes out. <laughs> okay. So I have to ask Abby, do you have a favorite Western or John, John Wayne film? No, me and Abby with our diaries and, I know Westerns. <laughs> I know. I grew up, my grandmother was a big Western fan. And so I think I, my rebellion was probably high school, college. I was like, get out okay. of here, grandma. I know. I love Shane is beautiful. Shane is great. Great Western. Shane was filmed just down the road from me. No way. Mm -hmm. Where? Uh, Jackson, Wyoming. Oh my God. I didn't know that. That's so cool. Mm hmm. That's our claim to fame. Oh, that is, that is quite a claim. <laughs> that and a random Lassie film, like Lassie oh. 5 or something. Not one of the ones anyone's actually seen. Oh, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. There used to be a whole RKO production thing out here many, many, many moons ago. There's this still this really cool road you can drive down through the middle of Grand Teton National Park called the RKO Road. Fascinating. There's my connection to Shane. You have like, such I'm an amazing, gonna... you have such an amazing speaking voice, if I may just, oh, an incredible voice. <laughs> Thank you. It's just... I, I, of course, hate listening to my own voice. Don't we all most oh, of the no. time? Yeah. Oh, I can't. <laughs> um, but yours is beautiful. Just so you know. Well, thank you. I'm so, so yours, Ryan. Ryan uh, it's you... fine. It's fine. <laughs> I, I'm so happy you say that, though, because I do try to get her to chime in more. You know, it's not a sidekick thing. It is a co-host. We split this. Um, she actually does way more work than I do. So <laughs> I'm happy. You want, like to take a step back and be Andy Richter. 
uh, and just write write the funny dumb questions. <laughs> uh, we'll stay with movie genre here: Quentin Tarantino or Martin Scorsese. Oh my god, guys! We're also dancing around. I literally feel like I could get in trouble. The stakes are high. Okay. Um, they're both big listeners of the pod, so huge yeah. fans. Yeah. <laughs> both are wonderful in their own way. I, I think if I had to choose, I, I guess Marty. I think I would too, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Me too. Okay. You know, it's just like I, I don't even want to get into the why, but because that's a whole other movie podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can you drive stick shift? No, I cannot. I've been try. I've been taught more than once, possibly thrice, and I no, I can't get a handle on it, a grip on it. Um, I really can't. No, I uh, know I cannot. We encourage puns and plays plays on words all the time. We love it. We love it. And then uh, the the more clever, the more stupid, the the bigger of the head shake Abby will do. She's like, oh. I love it. Yeah. Because I try to shoehorn them in there quite a bit. Um, Abby, I, you you know how to drive stick, don't you? I do. I gave it up because I moved out here. Actually, I, my last stick shift car, I sold to move to Wyoming. I was like, there's mountains. We're not going to play that game. Um, but yes, I do. But I think you know that you have to pay extra for that now. Now everything's just automatic. Like when we were kids, getting an automatic car was a big deal. You're like, whoa, technology but now they're just all automatic. And so nobody under like, I don't know, probably 30 really learns anymore. Unless you, you are just like a cool, you know, car collector. And, you know, I dated one of those for a while. And so we had like a new car, new stick shift at the house, like every, weekly. So he had a problem, but um, he, yeah, I, I had a lot of stick shift, amazing cars all stick could not drive any of them but they looked cool <laughs> i remember when i discovered my my older sister had stick shifts forever shout out to audra Binax. she will listen to this um and i remember being like wait you don't have to do this you can opt to buy an easier car <laughs> she was like yeah it's just cool and i was like i don't i don't think anyone yeah, but I've always, since I was young, I was like, oh, I want to be cool and be the person driving stick with like a, cig a cigarette hanging out of my mouth and like hand out the window, feeling the wind and then just right hand on this. See, I'm like, what's it called? A stick shift. I'm one hand on the stick shift and just that movement that's so severe and cool. And I just, yeah, I would, I, I always dreamt of being that kind of girl and I just couldn't get, yeah, couldn't get a handle on it. You said cigarettes. That's how I felt. I always wanted, I was like, I remember thinking cigarettes were cool and then trying. And I was like, this is so, it can't do it. Did you ever smoke cigs? Yeah. Oh my God. I loved cigarettes. I started, my first cigarette was when I was ninth grade. Um, didn't smoke in high school, except one summer I was at this like pre-college program at Pratt in Brooklyn. And I smoked a lot that summer. That was like my real intro. And I smoked cloves, which is, oh, I mean, wow. that's glass. And I then, I think I, you know, I got to college and I just, yeah, I started smoking. And I really thought of myself as a social smoker because I would never smoke during the day. 
And it would only be when there were people around. And um, before leading up to, you know, 2020, I, I, I was smoking a lot, but I still considered it social smoking. And then the harsh reality would be at like 1 p.m. I'd call a friend to just be like, hey, do you want to come over and hang? And it would always be a smoker friend. And that's when I knew I was like, oh, maybe I'm a smoker because it would, I was just using it as an excuse to smoke. And then, um, you know, lockdown happened and I just quit completely because I it was so scared of getting COVID and, you know, having had been a smoker. And so I just completely quit and I have not, I haven't, ha- so I hadn't had a cigarette in like two and a half years. And the other night I had a Capri, those like lollipop stick size. And I had two and it felt really naughty, but that was it. And so that was, that was honestly, it had been two and a half years. So yes, I loved cigarettes. And now I no, it actually like, I I get a little grossed out. Not, but no, like, don't worry if you're, but it, it, it just, you know, I, the smell and the, I know, I, I just think I'm over it. I feel like next time we're in LA or New York around the same time, you and Abby, very, so far, very similar. Abby, stories. are you a Taurus? No. But no, you have breath. Capricorn, but you have Capricorn in your chart, don't you? I have no clue to be perfectly honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You definitely have Taurus and Capricorn. No, I don't know. Um, Okay, well, I love Libra. My best friend is Libra. So there you go. She's October 17th. That's the day before me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Cool. Very cool. Can we have, okay, this is perfect. Can Abby have your autograph? Nice. Very nice. Now I'm I'm on. Now Now we're going. Cool hand. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, you can. When I first started, you know, going under Buzzy Lee, I remember when I'd signed vinyl, at concerts and I hadn't practiced my buzzy autograph because with Wardell, if we'd sign, I'd just sign my name, um, Sasha. And then with buzzy, I was like, okay, I got this. It's fine. And I went rogue and I did like my first buzzy signature ever without practicing it. And do you know how hard Z's are in cursive? It's my, it was the worst autograph. I actually if I could do it again and I crossed it out on the vinyl like I took up so much space I actually made it so much more comp she was like yeah I mean I was just like wanting one little no it's fine yeah it's hard it's really hard and so I uh oof yeah I haven't been asked for a Buzzy Lee autograph in a in a bit because I haven't sold merch at shows in a while so yeah oof that makes me think of uh Billy Madison where he goes and he just does the six <laughs> Z, I always, always, that is literally all I think about when I do the buzzy. That's exactly, I exactly. Amazing reference. One of my favorites. Okay. Um, confession. I don't know how to do it. Can one do, does one of you know how to do it? Like Abby, do it on a piece of paper and hold it up. It's It's like, doesn't it have a zigzag? Like, and then a swoop. It's like a scoopy thing. Can you see that? Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. That's it's like it. a three. Yeah, it's like a three. Yeah, with the. This is how we're going to win a, um, like a Peabody Award. Just oh, this 100%. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, string cheese. Are you biting or are you pulling it? I just had one before this interview for some brain power. So uh, I pull, never bite. 
unless I'm trying to get protein in with the string cheese, I will wrap deli turkey around the string cheese and bite it like a, like a corn dog. What do you, what is even like a simile for that? Um, uh, corn yeah. dog's good. Corn dog. You know, I just wrap the turkey around the cheese. The grocery store by my house sells like pre-rolled that. You oh. can get like, there's pepperoni, there's ham, yeah. there's turkey. That. That's perfect. I need to eat more protein. So um, string, I just had a string cheese and I, when it's just string cheese, it's a pull. When I need a little protein, it's a bite. Thank you for answering that earnestly. And <laughs> it's really easy question since I just did it. Uh... Okay. Um, how much does it suck if you're outside somewhere and a bug buzzes in your ear? I really don't like bugs. I don't I either. really don't like bugs. And I'm the person, I mean, Harry, my husband, a bug flew into our car while I was driving and truly our lives were in danger. It was very, a bad, a bad reaction on my part because I was one driving, swerving, like screaming. It was so bad that I actually worry. I mean, I never roll the windows down anymore. It's, it's a hazard. Um, so I, I really detest it. Oh, I'm right there with you. I, like, I feel like as a, as a man, this, and I'm generalizing, I'm sorry, as a man, at least in my brought up like don't be afraid i'm like i fucking hate bugs bugs are the worst i'm in florida too there are um 100 trillion bugs literally probably right around me um i also one time i was driving and like i was on a long commute i was driving and i heard a buzz i look over and there was one uh, a hornet in the cab of my truck with you know those big hornets like the dangly legs though and i like I pulled over and like, I was talking to it. I was like, as long as you don't mess with me, I will let you out of here a lot. Like, it was terrifying. This is horrible. This is a horrible story. I'm yeah. so sorry. Therapy. This is therapy for, for us too. Just <laughs> need to get it off my chest. Um, Abby's the tough one. She's like, I'll kill that bug and like eat it. No, I just live in, there are not many bugs. They can't survive here. It's too cold. I just don't have a lot of bugs. Yeah. LA though, every time I'm in LA, like the weather is so great. And I'm like, there's not many bugs. I've never seen a bug in LA. I know they exist. Oh my goodness. No, I, I get spiders. I get bees. I get, I mean, they, they're everywhere. What about mosquitoes? Ooh, I get those. We, we yeah. get, we get those. We as LA uh, mosquitoes. I, yeah, I'm not, um, I don't want to brag, but they don't love me. Like, like, like brag. Yes, like that's a total like, brag. They don't like me. Like mosquitoes. you're one of the lucky ones. Yes. Yes, but I still get bit a little. But I, I mean, not really. And I really don't like. I, I also, you know, in New York, there was this this problem of lantern flies. I think they were called. Mm -hmm. Where oh yeah, I remember. You had to you had to kill them if you saw them on the street. It was your duty as a New Yorker to kill them, and I could never kill one. I couldn't do it. I'm not trying to be like I wouldn't hurt a fly, um, because I've killed insects before but it, i could not do it and i had to lie and say i did again another lie am i a pathological liar no i just i i i never lie i'm just you know my mother-in-law was like because i told her i was like oh i saw my first lantern fly this was when it was just beginning and she asked me if i killed it and i was like oh 
So is dinner at seven? You know, I say I, I can't. Perfect. It's so funny. I'm like my my face hurts from like smile giggles. Uh, are you one of the people that are afraid of the ocean, afraid of sharks? Afraid of the um yes yes I am yes like so afraid you will you don't go to the ocean. When do I go go in the ocean? I just hold on to the person I'm swimming next to. Okay. Oh, you okay. must, Jessica, my older sister. Whenever we're in the ocean together, she's all she. The two of us are holding onto each other and we're like, just because we know that it's such a, are you kidding to go into the ocean? It's one of the most beautiful things in the world. I, I, I also love board sports in the ocean. I love surfing. I love wakeboarding. I love doing, I, I, I'm great. I love snorkeling that I know it's not a board sport. Um, I love, I know I, I technically love the ocean, so I will always go in it. But while I'm in it, am I at ease? No, I'm terrified and I'm looking around and I'm, and I think I'm so good at board sports because I really don't want to fall off. So I, I'm able to really maintain the balance because it's like life or death for me. Um, so that's, yeah, the case. That's the best thing. Like, why are you so good at wakeboarding? Because I'll die if I fall off. Because <laughs> I will freak out if I fall. <laughs> yeah, but Jessica, when Jessica and I are swimming, we both, because we're like, oh, we should swim to the beach and sw or swim to the middle of the ocean and come back. And, you know, and we always take long swims whenever we're near an ocean. And I don't know how we do it, honestly. Two of us, it's like full. Uh, yeah, it feels like a Buster Keaton in the ocean. <laughs> Well, that's the quote. Buster Keaton <laughs> in the ocean. Well, that's great, though. You are you have the fear, but you don't let it, like, take over. No, I can't. I can't do that to myself because the ocean is the most magical place in the world. And why would I want to rob myself of that slash get me out as soon as I get in? <laughs> How do you feel about lakes, like, in the, like, in the north? Not Florida because there's, like, gross shit. I would love to go. I haven't been in a lake in a very, very long time. Uh, and I loved it because it, it feels like, oh my God, no sharks can get to me. But there are other things, you know? I, I think I'd be happier in a lake. I, I, would, I, I should probably go to a lake soon. So again, I'm in Florida. Abby grew up in Florida. Um, every body of water has something in it. Gators, snakes, and then sharks. Where if uh, I lived in New York for ten years, and I would go like to Connecticut and go like you know in a boat, and I was like, man, this is that not having the fear is so much better. It's so nice. Also, I do constantly look up Crystal River. Is that what it's called in Florida? It's where the manatees. I think it's called Crystal, oh, yeah. Lake, Crystal River, Crystal Lakes. Oh God, I'm forgetting. Crystal River. Yeah, that that's my dream to go there. But I also on TikTok, I follow an Everglades guy who just show it's at night. He just goes stomping through the Everglades and shows all the things he, he picks the, like pythons. Oh, the pythons. barefoot guy. Is it yes. the barefoot guy? Yes. 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 That's my TikTok. I, the first time I was watching one of his, I was just like, what are you? No, this is insane. Having grown up around that, I was like, absolutely not. You're going to die. You'll never do this again. There's hundreds of them. He says, no shoes on. No shoes, barefoot. And then barefoot. he's like, look at this little baby gator. I'm going to pick yeah. it up. He just I hope its up. mom isn't around here. <laughs> I know. And then he pans the camera over and the mom is right there. He's like, oh, there's the mom. Hope she doesn't bite me. Like, it's, it's this guy. 
What's the point of the no shoes? Is it is it like a macho thing? Like those guys who wear shorts in the winter? Is it like no, it's like shit? a foot, it's like a foot fetish thing. It's like he he's gotta get all the crowds. He's gotta as many followers as he can. He also sells those on OnlyFans. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say you guys are both watching this guy on not on TikTok. It's on the exactly. other channel. It's, it's we're like, yeah, on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, I love gators and this guy's feet. Yeah, he's a genius. <laughs> genius entrepreneur. Oh, goodness. Okay. Uh, how do you, so you talked about protein. How do you take your bird? Do you eat meat? Wait, how do I take my yeah. bird? Your burger. Oh like my what's your fit? Like, like, how do you like it cooked? What's on it? Okay. I love burgers. Never say die. I know my bird. I was like, oh, we're going to Everglades. Okay. Um, my favorite burger is burgers. Never say die. So I do love a smash burger. Burgers Never Say Die is an amazing place in Los Angeles. And anyone who's listening in Los Angeles, please go. Um, Their fries are incredible. They're like old school McDonald's fries. I believe they're cooked in grease, like animal grease, meat. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, I I want that now. I know. It's really good. I don't eat burgers often. When I do, it's just, it's cheese, ketchup, onions, you know, I don't really like tomatoes in burgers, but I'm I'm like if I'm making the burger myself. Okay, thank you. You're snapping. I don't, yeah. I don't like it either. I don't I like I like onions. I don't even like lettuce really, unless it's Mm-mm. crispy lettuce. I don't like lettuce. Ketchup, mustard, onions, done. Oh, nice. I like the mustard. Uh, I think I'm just ketchup, cheese, onions, bun, potato bun. Oh, you know. Oh, now we're talking. I'm hey. so hungry now. I know. Yes. All right. <laughs> Let's see. we'll see you later. Um Next time you're when you're back in New York on I think it is a hundredth and Lexington or a hundred and first in Lexington. There's a place it's owned by a bunch of Israeli guys called Joy Burger, and Ooh. it is phenomenal. It's okay. It's um, it's nothing to write. It's just there's something about it that's so good. And every most of the time, if I'm back and uptown, I'll go to Joy Burger. That's my favorite burger in the city. Oh, yeah. I'm so hungry. Okay, so you're at In-N-Out Burger. Are you getting it like all done up? Are you getting a secret menu? Are you going classic? What are you doing? I do classic. So that I will take. If there is a certain way a place makes their burger, I'll take it however they make it. I'm not picky. I love In-N-Out. So yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. But if I were making my own burger, that's what I usually do. Love it. And we're all starving on the podcast now. I love food. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Yeah. Uh, we were saying on the episode yesterday, this pod always devolves into either food or shitty television. Cool. So that's my, what are you watching? Any guilty pleasure shows? Okay. So I was, I'm an avid reader. I love reading. I go through phases though. So I will do six months, just books, 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 absolutely no TV, nothing. I've been doing that, but I've picked up about four books, gone 30 pages in of each, cannot pick one to settle down on. And then it just so happened this Vanderpump Rules stuff came out and I watched it religiously for like six seasons. I stopped and now I'm back, baby. And bye-bye books. Hello, Tom and Tom. It's very bad. So yes, that's a guilty pleasure. But I like to even it. So sometimes while I'm watching Vanderpump Rules, I'll do a crossword puzzle, like a New York Times crossword, just to even it out. I, I like this. Balance. It's like a justification. I do it while watching sports. I'll read while watch, like the, if baseball specifically, while I watch Yankees and I'll read. Okay. So 
um sasha you do a ton of shit abby not only um she doesn't own dogs but she paints pets which i'll be honest with you so i i saw this description in the like a press release that um anna sent us shout out to anna thank you thank you thank you um and i was like i gotta find this and they're stunning thank you thank you so much like holy hell okay because it's i know that when a passion is hard to wrap up in a couple sentences how often do you are you rocking and rolling painting these pets every day every single day there's not one day that goes by that i don't i don't i paint every single morning i wake up i have my matcha and i have some yogurt or i'll scramble eggs and put them on sourdough toast with a little butter just giving you very detailed. This is my morning. I'm painting a vase. So I wake up around like 7.45, 8. And I get up and I paint till I paint for like four hours, three and three to four. My painting used to take, my paintings used to take me, and you can really see it in the, if you go back far, far, far to the first paintings I ever posted. They used to take me 30 minutes to 45 minutes that was it. And then I, there was done. So I was, I really was pounding out like five a day and I, it was heaven, but now I've gotten more perfectionist and detail oriented. And it takes me like sometimes five hours to do one or four or five. I mean, because it's watercolor, so it dries quite fast. And I love the expressive, you know, how expressive and how loose Yeah, you have, you have no control with watercolors. So you have to surrender. And there's a freedom in that. And so, yeah, they, they, I'm painting every day. That's, I, I love, I love, love, love that you do it every day. Abby, what, what I, you got? I just want to know how one discovers a love of painting pet portraits specifically. <laughs> okay. So I've always painted my whole life. My whole life. I started painting when I was five or taking, you know, you start at pastels. And then it's, you know, you graduate to watercolor, then it's graduate to oil painting. And that's the top level at this school I studied at at the age of five. Um, and I did art throughout high school. I was going to go to art school. I went to art pre-college programs. I was, I was like, that was my, my biggest passion in the entire world was singing and music. That was my absolute, but I was so scared to show anyone or, and so I would, you know, audition for the musicals. I would, you know, that was my way of, I, I guess, singing, but it, I wrote so many, I was constantly writing music and one fourth of July, uh, I brought out my guitar and I was finally ready to play a song I had written and I played it and I was, I could, I could barely sing. My voice was croaking. I was so nervous. So I discovered I had stage fright and I was like, oh, well, I guess I can't be a singer. So art, you know, I hid behind painting, but then I would act and um, do musicals and whatever in high school. But I really, painting was my, that was my safe space. <laughs> um, and so I was painting forever and I would paint, my favorite th subjects were um, portraits. And so, um, and mainly like mothers and children. I loved painting moms and children, the babies. And I kind of stopped painting when I got to college, but would paint in the summers between colleges. And watercolor for me is so easy because you don't, it's not a messy cleanup. It's not, it doesn't involve turpentine and 
paints and you don't need like there's just so many things you need in an art studio when you're painting with oils and watercolor was so portable for me and over you know pandemic we're in lockdown I haven't painted in so long and I just start painting portraits of friends and that was always a bit sad for the subject because my they're not like nice my portraits it's a little um I just don't know how my faces are a little long and you know the eyes are always like very close together it's it's not representative of what the person or subject looks like so I then started painting the subject's dogs and I was like this is a safe space I think this is better and then I discovered oh my god dogs are the most incredible creatures to paint and that's kind of just how and then cats obviously I opened up to cats and now I do all pets so all animals incredible I love that you do it every day I am a uh, we both are big proponents of if you love something try to figure out a way to do it every day um do you take commissions oh yeah that's my whole this is a full business for me okay. at first I was doing free with and people who insisted on paying I just said donate to Angel City Pitbull Rescue in Los Angeles and they make a donation in my name and then my mom said I was like really spending all day doing this and it was actually taking me away from music and away from you know the quote unquote main career. Um, and my mom sat me down and she was like, you need to value yourself as an artist. And I was like, but I'm not an artist. I don't know. Like, no, this is just fun for me. I love this. This is a hobby. It's just fun. Like I don't need to charge people. And I started dating my now husband and he was like, you really should, you could really create like a, a business with this. And you could be, you know, you're working so hard at these paintings and I just think it could be amazing if my mom was like, if you valued yourself at an artist, yes, as you please just, so I started charging and it was such imposter syndrome. Like, oh my God, I felt like such a spoiled brat. And I was like, why am I charging? This is sick. Like, I don't want people to think I'm just, I'm taking myself this seriously. Like, this is just fun for me. I had such imposter syndrome forever. So my husband, one of the first things we did, it was like date number five is create my website. So he and I created my website. He knew how to do it. He created it for me. I was like co-pilot. And then I started charging and it's, yeah, I, that's it. So I do full commissions and it's, yeah. That's amazing. Can you tell the people the website? Yes. Okay. www.buysashi, B-Y-S-A-S-H-A. Nope. Okay. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I was like distracted by like, wow, I'm really speaking slowly. This is great. People are going to really appreciate this. <laughs> Should I say B as in boy? Um, okay. So www.bysashy.com by Sashi. Yes. Go check it out. It like not even to blow smoke. Like it is oh. incredible. Thank uh, you. Very talented. Thank it, you so it is much. so as we wrap up, you are, you do so much shit, singing, acting, painting, and none of this is all is half-assed. And you also host a podcast with your friend, 
Can you tell us a little bit about that too? Yeah. I, and I'm so sorry. I don't have my podcast materials because I'm looking at you with your sure mic and I'm like, what kind of podcaster am I? I'm a child. Um, I, Alana and I went on this great podcast called Talk House and um, where musicians interview other musicians. And they asked me, it was to promote my last record. And they asked me who I wanted to interview. And I said immediately, Alana, she's already my best friend. I was, you know, it's funny that we don't really like talk about music. So I was like, this will be a fun opportunity to just like get into our creative processes. Processes? 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 Uh, that's lost all meaning. <laughs> Pro- processes. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, so we, we um, like 10 minutes before we got on, she was like, wait, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, do you want to just go rogue and talk about seventh grade? Because that's one of our favorite subjects. And so we went rogue, kind of talked about music, but really just talked about how we felt so uncool in middle school. And it's my favorite subject. And um, Talk House was, Alana was just like, I would love to have a podcast. Let's do this. I, 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 again, imposter syndrome. And even as I'm talking to you, I'm like, guys, I know it's, it's, everyone has a podcast now and I'm so sorry. And I'm, I apologize, but it is the most fun excuse to just sit with my best friend and talk about, you know, diary entries, interview incredible guests about their seventh grade. And it's been great. Well, you're speaking to the choir because we started this uh, in the pandemic. We were just selfishly to to befriend our favorite musician. It's awesome. That's it. So we could talk to the people we talked about all the time. That's awesome. And two two things to circle back to. Talk House is produced by a friend of the pod, former guest, Elia Einhorn. Oh my God. Do you know who that is? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he's our he's our buddy. And so he was cool. on the pod like a month or two ago. Amazing. Yeah. So small world. We're learning that more and more. Music um and comedy and all this, you know, and actors and all this. It's so intertwined. It's so intertwined. So that being said. Um, tell the people who your uh, the your co-host friend, oh, best friend is. Sorry, my, my she shall not be named. Her name is Alana Hyam of the band Hyam. I'm so happy. Um, she's a big. We'll we'll have her on too. Totally. Oh, yeah. Um, she's the best. It's called Free Period. Did yep. you say that? I don't know if you said that. Yeah, sorry. It's I mean, I'm like not giving any. I'm giving the wrong website names. I'm giving <laughs> no no name host co-host. Okay, you need to go buy purchase by Sasha.com and have it redirect to buy Sashi. <laughs> so you own it. Okay, so no one can mess it up. There you go. <laughs> okay, we end every episode with a song from the artist because you have a new album coming out. Um what song do you want us to use when we? Oh my gosh! Just like free rain. Well, one of your, preferably one of yours. Yeah, um... yeah, yeah. But of, of, <laughs> of just that exists on Spotify. Okay, great. Yeah, whatever. You so, want. it's a long one. It's a long one, but this one I, I really am. It, it's one of my favorites that I've done. Um, and it's called Strange Town, and it means a lot to me. So we'll just do that, I guess. Excellent. Perfect. And another thing we always ask, Abby loves this. Do you follow us on Instagram? I don't. 
please do. And everyone listening, follow. This is our way to just promote, self-promote. Follow Bother in the Band on Instagram. Also follow Sasha Spielberg on Instagram and Buzzy Tunes on Instagram. I'm so sorry I have two, guys. I'm <laughs> anyone listening. I know. Come on. It's like just put them together. Just just have it be one. No, it's okay. Um this, yeah, this is our way to just at the right time promote you, promote us. There we awesome. go. With that. Um, and that way no one can fast forward. So <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you could interview you, cause you do any musician live or dead in the same vein as this very dumb questions, who would you quote unquote bother? And what dumb question would you ask them? Oh, such a good, that's such a good question. Stuff. Oh man. Oh my God. This is such a good, this is such a good question. It's like, I have so many, it's, you know, it's like Kate Bush and, and, um, good one. Does she have a guilty pleasure pop song? Like what's her favorite top 40 pop pop songs? I want to know like what song, like did T.I. get her going back in the day? You know? What a great question. What a fantastic question. It's so perfect. Rocking out to like Nelly Furtado. I don't know. Just like anything. <laughs> Now we're talking. You know what song I heard today? This for the first time in probably 10 years, um, Ghetto Superstar. Oh, that's so good. Ghetto Superstar. Oh, see? Yeah, see, does Kate Bush and like does she sing in the shower? And does she sing these songs in the shower? Or Great. does she take baths? Baths. <laughs> I imagine <laughs> taking a bath. Yeah. I imagine that be yeah. I don't know, but anyway, that that's the dumb question. I love it. That that is spot on, one hundred percent. She listens and then answers sweetly. <laughs> we'll tweet at her. Yeah, great. Uh, and then you guys can do a song together. It all come back around. Boom, come bing, on. bing. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> okay, what is next for Buzzy Lee, and then what is next for our Sasha? Okay, so for Buzzy Lee, I'm releasing my album March 31st called Internal Affairs. Uh, and I am playing shows, one in Los Angeles, one in New York, and then there'll be more um, all over, but uh, nothing posted yet. Uh, and then I will immediately go into the studio and make my third album immediately uh, and then not sit on it for a while. And release it very quickly after recording it. Love it. I love how prolific you are. And also, correct me if I'm wrong, in LA, you're playing a great venue that we love, Moroccan Lounge. Yes, I love that venue. I'm so excited. It's we the best. I like I love that venue. I'm so happy playing that one. It's one of my favorites. We've been there. We liked yeah. it a lot. Yeah. It was super fun. And then anything else you want to talk about? Um, anything else you want to tell the people? Just, just thank you for listening. If you got this far and you haven't turned me off because you're like, oh gosh, two Instagram handles, I tell you. <laughs> that's where we lost them. Yeah, that's where we lost her. They missed that's... the Kate Bush question. <laughs> that's funny. The picture of like, I'm loving it. Nope. I'm yeah. like 50, like 45 minutes in. They're like, I'm yeah. out. <laughs> no, we're good. I'm out. <laughs> it's left, forget it. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. This has been such a fantastic episode. This we, is I, so fun. we can't thank you enough. And thanks to Anna too, for setting this up. This is like, you know, it makes me believe in like kismet and stuff like oh. that, because, you know, we, we're so happy to finally have you on. The record is fantastic. So March 31st. Everyone go listen, follow all her Instagrams. You should just keep going. You should oh. just get more Instagrams art you should do a separate art one. I have uh, one. We're not even going to go there. Podcast one. <laughs> um, have that. Have that. Not even go there. <laughs> I have a Finsta, my private. A burger one, like it just food. Endless. I used to have girls getting waxed with my friend. And this was in like 2013 where we just take selfies while getting bikini waxes. So there's girls getting waxed. <laughs> I thought it was a music one where you would listen to records. Oh, no, 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 no. It was that. So listen, everything's retired now, but. Mm-hmm. String cheese, pulling the string cheese. That's that's one too. Oh, I also had I also had Hingy Mar Margs and Guac. That was a handle because when I was on Hinge, like the three months that I was on Hinge in 2019, every person's answer was like, like I know the best place to find spicy margs and guac. Or like my favorite thing ever is spicy margs and guac. So it, it I would just take screenshots and obviously blur the names and all that, but just just post the answers that's great i love stuff like that that's a great waste of uh of time and talent <laughs> no offense. every account is gone you can't find it oh goodness my my buddy i'm encouraging my buddy uh to start uh, one called papyrus in the wild where like you know like dentists will use the font papyrus and stuff oh my like god that. that's such a good that's actually such a good idea i love that idea and you should do it yeah i see i'm we got too many instagrams as well It's a lot of stuff. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Sasha, thank you so much for doing Bothering the Van. This has been great. I'm going to, we're going to, we might have to circle back and I might have to commission you to paint something for my daughter. So we'll we'll work work on that. She's got a birthday in August. Okay. We're we're good. Well, thank you so much. This was really fun. I loved this. Absolutely. Thank you for your time. Good luck with everything. Internal affairs, March 31st. Everyone, Sasha Spielberg, a.k.a. Buzzy Lee. Thank you. Goodbye. Time after time I beat that heavy hand With an old-fashioned rhyme And it hardly works But what can I do right? I would be surprised Surprised if he left. See it in his eyes. Sun's morning north, his hand fixed in the wind. And it blows him, of course And I look right at him, smile And say, well I would be surprised If he left See it in his eyes
it goes Strange town, I guess And I go there so my love can stay right Strange town at west Where the sun stays out to quarter to nine No other guests And the bars are made of nickel and dime That's where he loves me best Guests and the bars are made of nickel and dime. 